welcome to the Red Kelly Cast. This episode is going to be a pre-recorded talk um, at an event hosted by the Communist Party of Australia, um, West Australian branch. Um, this event was hosted around having a discussion about AUKUS, um, AUKUS being the military alliance between Australia, New Zealand, and uh, the U.S., uh, we'll definitely have a future episode dedicated to talking about this and the problems and contradictions within that. Um, you know, a big one, especially being uh, military spending, as well as tensions between Australia and China and Australia, um, Australia's relationship with the imperialist uh, American um, military as well. Um, but going back to this episode... Uh, this talk is by tr trade unionist Ian Jameson, a uh, member of the Maritime Union of Australia, and he gave a really good talk about, I guess, the MUA action in regards to AUKUS and the efforts towards um, protesting against the recent uh, submarine deal that's been uh, in the works. Um, and what I really kind of took away from this talk is that often we look at unions as a means of, you know, supporting workers, and absolutely that's their main function. But um, the talk kind of really shows that unions are a way of solidifying the workers' power to protest, because it's one thing to protest and demonstrate and have a presence, but it's another thing to protest and withhold your labor. Because at the end of the day, that's the bargaining chips or that's the power that we as workers have is our labor. So if we could withhold that, that's the most effective way we could put pressure on the current system. So with that being said, I'll um, hand it off to Ian. I was going to uh, speak uh, a lot about the many of the issues that uh, Elizabeth has brought up and, and uh, argued ex exceptionally well around the whole question of uh, the irrational waste of money, public money, our money, on, on these submarines. And this is just involving AUKUS as well. Uh, everyone associates AUKUS with uh, the submarines, but there is a long-term project, and it's already going on, uh, of involving the Australian uh, military in the affairs of the American military. If you look at uh, the Northern Territory at the moment, the amount of air bases that have been massive air bases which are going to be strike bases for the American B-52s or other, other uh, bombers in case of a war with China. Uh, so we're getting more and more enmeshed into the, uh, the whole US military apparatus. And of course, many of the other issues that uh, Elizabeth has raised, uh, I, I would uh, absolutely agree with. It is going to cut into our social welfare. Uh, there is no doubt at all about that. You do not have $360 billion lying around in, the, in, your, in your back pocket saying, oh, we'll buy, buy some submarines with that. It means where it's going to be cut out, as Elizabeth explained. Health, education, housing, social welfare. These are the things that are going to come up, if they're not bad already, will become worse uh, as uh, the years roll on, the decades roll on, uh, towards the fulfilment of the aims of, of AUKUS. There's many other issues that you, uh, it's like a rabbit warren, you could, you could follow down uh, a particular issue with regard to AUKUS and how bad it is for us and how dangerous it is for uh, the security and well-being and peace uh, around, around the world. 
Uh, I want to take up a couple more issues. Uh, many of the issues have been covered by Elizabeth already. Uh, perhaps that can come up more in the, in the discussion. But there are things that, uh, that uh, unions have been involved in in the past that I think are well, well, should be uh, well taken into account when we look at uh, what opposition can be generated against the, uh, the whole AUKUS uh, regime and the drive to war that has been prepared for us, particularly for our children in the next generation. Uh, one of the issues is, is nuclear power. Uh, unions have had a very strong position, uh, particularly the MUA in the past and water cell workers against uh, nuclear power. The Electrical Trade Union is another uh, powerful union that has op opposed nuclear power right from the very beginning. Uh, not only the, the mining of uranium, but also its export uh, and its uh, transfer in Australia. So that is an issue that uh, is going to be bubbling along in the background as this whole program of walks is building up. There is, of course, the ecological, uh, enormous ecological uh, dangers that we're facing at the moment that the government seems to be doing nothing about except for a bit of greenwashing. $360 billion could go a long way to eliminate uh, uh, the uh, carbon industry as it stands at the moment and in order to trans transition to solar and uh, wind power and even tidal power or other forms of energy that are safe for humankind, not uh, carbon-based uh, energy that uh, the government and, and the opposition, but perhaps even more so, are, are, are very much uh, hooked into. So it's uh, very important that, be, that that could become an issue in the, in the future. We are looking at the moment around, uh, when you look at the, most people about August, they really don't know uh, its impact at the moment, and that's uh, where we are. We're right at the beginning of this fight. Uh, perhaps we're a little bit further than just the beginning, if you like. Uh, the, the formation of our group here, the, the uh, Stop Stop the uh, Stop August Western Australia, and similar groups that uh, exist around the country within the Labor Party, outside the Labor Party, are uh, perhaps a sign, even in these early days, that opposition is there to the uh, to the whole push uh, uh, for AUKUS. But I want to take up uh, a little bit, oh, one more issue that uh, I, I should raise here is too, is Indigenous rights. That was very much in the news with the uh, uh, the, the referendum on the voice that, that uh, has just taken place. People are, are worried, even despite the fact that the no vote went ahead, are worried about Indigenous issues and trying to bring uh, Indigenous people have some sort of rights and some sort of dignity to their, uh, to their lives. Not only is, the, is it the economic impact that it's going to have upon the indige indigenous community with the throwing all these hundreds of billions of dollars into uh, into warfare, uh, it is also a question of what, a basic question: What are they going to do with the nuclear waste? It's not going to go to America. America's not going to touch it. They're going to bury it in, on indigenous land. And already the indigenous communities around Australia have shown that they're they're opposing that uh, quite vigorously. And so that could be another, another issue that, uh, that comes up as we begin the fight around AUKUS. So there are quite a number of issues uh, that we are keeping our eye on, if you like, uh, that may begin to rally the bulk of the population around. Uh, and I, I'm very uh, confident that uh, on at least one of these issues that there will be a lot more focus on, uh, by the, the mass of the Australian population to uh, the plans that uh, have been worked out in secret uh, and quite openly 
uh, if you like, uh, about uh, the drive to, uh, to build up AUKUS. One of the things that uh, uh, I do want to comment on is uh, the, the question of what can be done around AUKUS. As I said, we were at the beginning of the, uh, the campaign to build up uh, the anti-AUKUS coalitions around Australia. Many will take up the issue of and by themselves uh, and push their own particular uh, approach to it, like the, the nuclear, the anti-nuclear uh, forces that are around. But I think it's very important that we try and publicise it as, as much as possible, build uh, the movement as, as big as possible, uh, and of course that involves unions, and that's what really what I want to, want to finish up on. Uh, Australia has a very proud history of unions being involved in, uh, in social issues. Of course, uh, the Liberals are going to say, well, unions shouldn't be involved in anything p political at all. They should get back to the, uh, the grassroots of organising their workers. Of course, they'll still try and smash us <laughs> organising our workers anyway. But even within the Labor Party, unfortunately, there's an element of saying, well, you can't get involved in politics. But these people forget exactly where the Labor Party came from. Came from the unions who knew that they had to get involved in politics in order to win many social issues back 100, 120, 130 years ago. And since that time, the Australian union movement has stepped up to the mark around the question around questions of social issues. Numerous, numerous examples can be used, but I want to take up one issue, and that's the anti-war issue. Unions have been very involved at every stage of Australian history in the uh, campaign against uh, uh, colonial exploitation, against uh, military uh, uh, adventures overseas and so on. The anti-conscription uh, 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 referendum in the, in, in the First World War, the two, two referendums that were held there that were both defeated, were defeated basically by the union movement, who even split their own party, the Labor Party, back in, back in the, uh, during the First World War over the issue of conscription. And it was uh, the conscription was never uh, able to be introduced by Billy Hughes and the Conservative forces because of the union movement. Again, if you look at the uh, the whole history of of uh, getting involved in uh, the pig iron uh, pig iron Bob, uh, the the question of uh, sending pig iron to Japan, uh, to China in order to Japan in order to uh, fight the Chinese people uh, before the Second World War was a very big issue. Uh, that, uh, in uh, Port Kembla and the Waterside Workers Federation took a very strong stand and, and uh, uh, beat the, eventually beat back uh, the Menzies Conservative government at the time about sending, sending uh, uh, steel to Japan in order to, to build fighters, build bombs to uh, slaughter the Chinese people. So there's another example where the unions took a very strong stand and led the community behind them. Uh, after the Second World War, again, it was the Watersale Workers Federation and the Seamers Union, two unions that formed the Maritime Union of Australia, who took a very pr proud role in building up and supporting the Indonesian independence movement against the Dutch, who thought that they could just march back in after Japan was defeated in the Second World War, march, uh, march back into Indonesia. And it was, the, uh, again, the solidarity that, that existed amongst uh, unions then that led the community to support Indonesian independence. The Indonesians have never forgotten that. Uh, during the Korean War, the same, same thing began to happen. The uh, unions began to take a solid stand against, uh, uh, against war and for peace. I can remember back, just vaguely, uh, I'm that old, uh, to the Vietnam War. Uh, a couple of years before I got involved in the big moratorium movements in, in Melbourne during the early 1970s, 
the Waterside Workers and Seafarers Union, Seamen's Union at the time, uh, took, took on the question of uh, uh, not supplying the troops, uh, our troops in, Viet in Vietnam, which was a very, very important and radical step at that time because it wasn't a big movement against the war in the 1960s. That was built in the 19, 1970s. But again, it was the unions that showed the way uh, forward there and, and said that we're not going to su supply uh, particularly the military goods to our, our, uh, our troops uh, in Vietnam. And that sparked a lot of public discussion uh, and eventually led to helping to build uh, uh, the moratorium movement against the Vietnam War. I could go on, and there's many other uh, aspects of, the, of it I could, I could go on about. I was uh, very proud to say that the uh, Maritime Union here in Western Australia voted unanimously for an anti-AUKUS resolution and to support uh, our comrades in, in Wollongong uh, around, around uh, marching against AUKUS. Uh, and I think that, that, that uh, in the discussion that, that ensued from that uh, when I moved the motion, uh, I was, I won't say I was, I, 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 had, I was pretty confident the motion to get through, but I was very, very surprised that it was unanimous and the depth of the feeling amongst rank and file workers, seafarers and waterside workers who wanted to get up on the cause and say that they're opposed to it because of this reason, they're opposed to it because of that reason. So there is a good grounding, I think, uh, within the labour movement, within the union movement for building uh, upon, upon the, those feelings that already that uh, people have uh, an understanding of how things uh, are actually are actually working, but we do have a long way to go. Uh, one of the things that we hope to get out, out of tonight is to begin a discussion or continue a discussion about how to involve rank and file workers and union officials and unions in the campaign against AUKUS, and that's a particularly important component. That is not against uh, building a, a general movement, if you like, but part of that general movement that I think is important. One final thing I'll finish on uh, about the power, power of unions. Uh, it was particularly heartening to see just very recently when uh, there was a th threat of a strike on the in the oil and gas industry by 500 workers who just wanted decent conditions and good rosters, rosters and so on, uh, threatened to take on Chevron. Uh, they'd already taken on Shell and cost Shell a billion dollars. But 500 workers here threatened just indicated that they might go out on a protected industrial ballot uh, and the share prices in Europe uh, for Chevron dropped 5%. Billions of dollars were wiped out overnight on the threat of workers going out on strike. So you can see the power that the unions uh, ultimately have if, uh, if the rank of five uh, members are involved and unions are actively, uh, actively around that. And that's not... Uh, we could, you say that, well, that's around bread and butter issues, but if the unions begin to see their power and their rights as workers and rights as members of the community to take, take uh, issue with the, the government of the day around uh, reactionary politics such as the uh, AUKUS deal, then I think the, uh, the governments will have something to really, really to fear. So I want to, uh, to finish up on that note and thank, the, uh, thank everyone for coming. I hope there's going to be a good discussion later on uh, where we can get to know each other a bit. Well, I'll get to know some, some of the people here that I haven't met before, uh, and we can start talking about what we actually can, can do. I think that's the important thing. Thank you very much. Thank you.